0: Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Are you willing to bet against silver being an excellent way to preserve your wealth, preserve your purchasing power, as well as bet against silver being an excellent investment over the next five years, 10 years, 20 years? Now, when I say bet, I'm not talking about the people that are saying that silver is heading lower because they want to buy it, because they know that eventually it's going to go much, much higher. No, I'm talking about the people... Whether they're mainstream investors, maybe they're really into cryptocurrencies, um, maybe they're just overall kind of a negative person when it comes to investments in the first place or, or, or buying assets they'd prefer to, to work and consume, work and consume or save in fiat. You have to understand that when you believe that, that silver and gold are, are not undervalued, that they're not going to go up in the future, and you're essentially betting against them, right, or, or alternatively not betting on them going up, Um that you are are betting against a lot of very strong fundamentals. Okay, Understand that when you say that you don't believe that silver and gold are going to be good investments, that they're not going to preserve your wealth, you're saying that fiat currency is here to stay. Fiat currency is inherently stable. That The US dollar, the value that it's going to lose is not going to be significant over the next 5 years, 10 years, 20 years. You're saying that central bank policy these days is normal that it is not escalating towards more and more inflationary policies, you're saying, you're betting, against the fact that the U.S. government is somehow going to solve their spending problem, solve their debt problem, because we know that the alternative to to that is is more and more debt, runaway debt, exponential increase in debt, because that's what we've seen over the last uh, decade plus, Um, exponential increase in in deficits and, and debt by the U.S. government, which, again, ultimately leads to hyperinflation. By betting against silver and instead choosing other assets like stocks, like bonds, um, or, or cryptocurrencies, you're basically saying that your asset right now, for, we'll take stocks, for example, here in the United States, your asset right now is relatively undervalued compared to precious metals. right? Even though stocks have... By all accounts, been in a basically a secular bull market dating back to you know the depths of the recession. I think it was two thousand nine, was was when they bottomed out two thousand ten, somewhere in that that time span. They've been going up since then, um, and 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 their current, even after you know a bit of a, a drop earlier in the year, their their PE uh, P values, their their the earnings compared to, or sorry, the the price compared to earnings continue to be extremely high, right? The stock market today continues to be largely propped up by, by a handful of companies, right? The, the uh, NASDAQ continues to be propped up by a handful of, of tech companies, okay? And yet by saying that you're willing to choose stocks and say that they are a better pick right now than precious metals, you're essentially saying that silver and gold, they're, they're not as undervalued or as stocks. Somehow stocks are not overvalued, okay? Bonds. Okay. P- people don't usually, I don't think uh, on an individual basis, think that, hey, I'm going to go out and buy some bonds, yet you know, they, they do get exposure to the bond market, Whether oftentimes it's through different funds. Um, it could be a pension fund if they have a pension, they are exposed to the bond market most likely. Um, and and different other, I guess, ways to to save for retirement, um, whether it's something like a four hundred one K or an IRA or whatever, they can have varying exposure to to different bond markets um, by choosing bonds over precious metals. So you're essentially saying that uh, the rate that you're getting the yield that you're getting bonds at right now, which for for government bonds is, you know, around three percent, is a good rate. 3% 3% growth on your investment each year through bonds is a good rate. Even though inflation right now, even by official government numbers, is sneaking up on 3%. Even though the U.S. government over the next 10 years, next, next 30 years, it, it really has, has one of two choices in terms of fiscal policy. Either they can default or they can hyperinflate. That's their two choices because of just the, the, the nature of 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 the beast right by by choosing bonds and saying that bonds these mainstream investments are are better than precious metals and and essentially betting against precious metals you're saying that this 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 path of of one trillion plus dollar deficits by the u.s government is a sustainable path right and that buying them at whatever yield they're at right now um that's, that's a good bet because, because in the future somehow either the price is going to go up or, or something like that. Um, the, the reality of it is that either A, you're going to deal with more and more inflation or B, you're going to deal with higher and higher yields and whatever you're buying at it right now is, well, much lower than what you could potentially get in the future at a lower, at a lower price. By betting against precious metals, you are essentially saying that, that the, the idea of a fear asset... Of a a a hedge a hedge a a hedge to rule all hedges I mean that 's essentially what gold and silver are they're a hedge against inflation, a hedge against uh, recession, depression, economic crises, and war you 're essentially saying that that hedge is no longer necessary right and and and, and don 't get me wrong, I think some people can say that i 'm going to own two percent of my portfolio in silver and gold. I mean keep two percent of my portfolio silver or gold, most likely gold paper gold. Um, that's a whole nother matter that I'll get to here in a second. Um, you're essentially saying that uh, 2% is enough, right? Stocks could drop by 50% in a six-month period. It's realistic. It's happened before, okay? The bond market could crash, right? The real estate market could crash. Um, is a 2% or even a 10% hedge in your portfolio going to be enough to to mitigate those losses? I'll leave that up for you to decide, But but that's not that Large, uh, uh, very large um, section of your uh, portfolio, right? Um, but by betting against that hedge, you're essentially making the decision that you believe the world going forward is not going to have any more significant wars which will li- likely you know, lead to, to a decline in, in stock and, and bond prices, um, apart from intervention, apart from defense stocks, of course, um, and that silver and gold, of course, they do probably well if, if it was a significant enough war. You believe that, that that's not a real concern. right? You believe that in a significant economic um, depression, or financial crisis that could potentially lead to entire financial asset classes almost being wiped out. We saw back in February when, when volatility spiked and a, uh, a, a, um, what is it ETF, essentially, uh, that, that tracked the inverse of volatility was essentially wiped out, right? By betting against physical precious metals, you're saying that the current market, which is largely based off of derivatives these days, mass amount of derivatives in the current market, is inherently stable. That's a decision you're making, okay? And, and again, going back to the war thing, um, you're basically betting against a, a government, a U.S. government, that has a history of getting involved in global conflicts, whether it's Korea, whether it's Vietnam, whether it's Central and South America, whether it's um, Afghanistan, Iraq, Somalia, Yemen, um, any of those countries. You're betting against further escalation. You're betting against um, the, you know, the recent talks of, of Iran, uh, a war in Iran. That's what you are betting against. By choosing, going back to, to paper gold, paper silver, by choosing to keep your portfolio, that, that small slice of the pie, 2%, 5%, 10% maybe, if, if you're really uh, bold by, by by mainstream standards, in precious metals, um, you're likely choosing paper. That's the fact of the matter. You're, you're probably choosing SOV or GLD or something similar to that. Um, by doing so, you are betting against the fact that, that, like I said, today's market is largely derivative, right, and, and, and paper, right? And you're basically saying that, yes, I'm buying paper silver, paper gold, but somehow I have this notion in my head that even though it's paper, um, it's still somehow backed by physical. Somehow I'm going to get a hold of this physical uh, worst-case scenario, right? You're making the decision that, that you'd rather own a paper asset a paper version of a physical asset, with almost zero hope of ever getting physical possession of that asset, and and you're fine with that as long as you have some exposure to the price of that physical asset, right? You're you're betting against the idea that there will ever be some sort of a a um an event that would lead to the the, the markets uh, basically being non-function, no longer existing, you no longer being able to to cash out of any given position. Um, I'm talking about some sort of financial crisis, a banking crisis, a liquidity crisis. Uh, it could be something like a, a significant power outage, a solar flare, an EMP. You're betting against that, right? Um, by, by choosing to keep your retirement relegated to something like a pension fund, right? Because, because you're a, a public um, service worker, most likely that's where most pensions are these days. You're betting against mathematics. Mathematically speaking, pensions are destined to fail, right? Unless there is some massive influx of young workers in the workplace that can basically um, fund pensions going forward. And unless pension funds somehow get a massive return on their investment. Right now, they're expecting 6 7%, and many of them haven't even been able to do that. Unless those things happen, which would be exceptional and, and likely not sustainable, Pension funds are doomed, right? Some are worse than others, right? Country, uh, sorry, sorry. States like like California, um, Illinois. Uh, I think it's Kentucky's teach teacher pension plan, um, and some other ones are in worse shape than others. But mathematically speaking, pensions, um, there's a massive amount of of future benefits that have to be paid out that at this point cannot be accounted for, unfunded, right? Um, sure, they, they, they could potentially get a bailout, but, but then again, you're, you're, you're betting on the fact that either A, pensions are going to remain solvent or B, that there could be a massive potentially trillion plus dollar bailout and the dollar is still going to remain stable. Again, you're, you're betting that, that somehow silver and gold won't rise in that um, scenario. Realize that that when you choose a mainstream investment strategy, and, and by no means take this as investment advice, make these decisions on your own. I'm not a I'm not a certified financial planner or anything like that. Um you, you are likely an adult. You can make these decisions on your own. This is simply my own commentary, my own input. But realize that when you choose a mainstream approach, whether it's a 401k, IRA, um, some other long-term savings plan, um, you know, possibly exposure to mutual funds, possibly hedge funds, um, or even if you, you are independent and you invest your own way and, and you download Robinhood or, or whatever and, and you throw it all in the stock market or something like that, realize that by choosing a mainstream approach like that, that you are betting on the solvency of global economies, you are betting on the stability of fiat currencies, um, sorry, you're you're betting on on the solvency of global uh, uh, global governments of of yeah. Um, you're, you're betting on the uh, stability of fiat currencies, even though that they've um, always been inflated more and more. You are betting on a stock market or a bond market, crypto market, real estate market um, that's significantly overvalued. You know, potentially with the exception of cryptocurrencies, but most of you guys probably aren't invested in cryptocurrencies if you're if you're kind of a more of a mainstream investor. Um, and, and you're betting that 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 the hedge of of all hedges um, is no longer a hedge right that that uh, that you're fine without it, right that you're fine being solely in paper assets, solely in overvalued paper assets, solely in overvalued paper assets that are dependent on the solvency of governments and the stability of currencies. Neither of those things are guaranteed going forward. in fact, I think the the stability of currencies has significantly Decreased in the last ten years. The last six months, if we're looking at you know emerging market currencies, things like the Turkish lira, the the Brazilian real, Argentine peso, the Chinese yuan, all of those currencies and and more, the the Pakistani, I think they have the rupee. Um, it's it, it's it's a risky bet, right? You, you're betting on the the stability of currency, solvency of governments, and the fact that the asset that you're buying is not currently overvalued, and that somehow silver and gold. Uh, which i believe are some of the most undervalued assets on the face of the earth are not that undervalued or or even overvalued it's a decision you're making think of it in these terms you know um, so you know i'd love to hear your thoughts in this video down below in the comment section um, are especially those of you that are not significant stackers those of you that are putting a lot of your eggs into the basket of the stock market of pension funds or etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, what's your take on this this whole idea of we should only keep you know five percent or ten percent of our portfolio in physical precious metals what's your idea or what what, what are your thoughts on that you know wh- when we take into account the, the dependency of those assets on the fact that they're not significantly overvalued that they um that they're always going to go up over time, which is not necessarily true when you account for inflation and, and, and a lot of other things, especially on the buy and hold strategy. Um, what, what What is your take on all this? You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts and this down below in the comment section. Um, if you want to support this channel, I would ask that you check out my Patreon page. There's a link down below in the description. You don't have to, j- just check it out. Just click on the link. Don't have to sign up or anything. It's a way that you can support me on a monthly basis. And and all I ask is, is as little as a candy bar a month, a dollar a month. I don't know what candy bars they probably are over a dollar thanks to to inflation and 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 the Federal Reserve and all that. Depending on what size, on, you know, maybe, maybe they're still under a dollar, but they've decreased in size by twenty five percent, right? Um, as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you know, it's a great way to to support a channel that I think offers quite a bit of value to you guys through through my commentary, opinion, analysis, research, all of that. Um, and it's a great way to to help uh, me become more independent of of the of you know YouTube ad revenue, whatever it might be. Um, it's it's a great way to, to to really voice your support in in a monetary format. Little as a dollar a month, certainly more if you want. And the other great thing about it is that there's some great perks for you know that 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 can be forwarded to you for for becoming a patron um including uh, you know directing some content i plan on being a little bit more active in creating some patreon only posts um potentially you know i already have my august one lined up for but for september coming on for a live stream interview that's something i've done in the past that has been very popular it's very enjoyable for me to do Um, some great perks for you as well so certainly consider supporting my channel if you want to in that way. But as always, I'm happy to have you guys here watching this video, subscribing and giving me support that way. So as always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.